I would like to play a game. No! The figure you see before you is made out of metal. He's got mm. weird metal spikes poking out of his skull and his body. If you do not, for whatever reason, track down a bunch of killers, then I guess he'll kill you also? I don't know. This doesn't really make sense. No. Wait a minute. Let me look at... I don't recognize that wall. Hold on one second. Huh. This doesn't look like my city at all. Wait a minute. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me let me give John a call. Hey, John? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did it again. No! Uh, all right. Well, okay. I'll see you in a little bit. Oh, boy. Click. Did... <laughs> Wait, in that scenario where you what's his bucket? You know who I was. Yeah. Hey! I hope uh, everyone out there is excited. It's another spooky season with us. Who is us? Us is the Show Dependent Podcast. We'd Perfect. like to welcome you back into our home, our studio, into our audio sphere, I guess. Sure. Now, if you're a first-time listener, you may be wondering what the hell have I gotten myself into. Well, Show Dependent is a podcast that just talks about relationships and media and our relationships with them. You know, mm-hmm. how has a piece of media shaped us into who we are today? Has it had a big influence? Has it touched our lives as a child and we don't think about it anymore as an adult? Or is it something that we just have to keep going back to year after year, mm-hmm. day after day? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll seek to answer that here for you. Yeah. But before we get there, I must say hello. Hi. What's up? Welcome you to Spooky Season. My name Howdy. is Eddie. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the voice, my partner... My lovely, lovely other Maybe? Oh, oh, yeah. No, we don't. We... <laughs> I mean, that has a specific association that I do not personally align with, but it's okay. What do you mean? Lovely lady. Oh. Lovely lady. I mean, yeah, if you listen to musicals. Yep. If you feel like a large part of the population does not. That's That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Her name is Kayla. Hello. Hi, everybody. Uh, hello, love. Hello. Hello, love. If you do me a favor, you pass me that conduit on the wall there. Oh. I Are you a, sure? You I sure a, you don't? Go on. I got time. As you, you see should... me just holding a fucking, like, burned, skinless dude just by Ew. the neck. I got time, love. Go ahead. Are you sure you don't want the two-by-four with nails in it? Ah, oh, I mean... Let me check its stats real quick. <laughs> let me let me compare it to. Uh, well, I suppose I suppose I'll I'll do the two by four. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I've just got a sawed off shotgun right here. Actually, that. Uh, well, you know, I I prefer to have more more personal touch. Oh, more wow. physical. I like to really feel the bang against my arm as I'm whacking. Oh God, the zing! Someone's like conscious <laughs> consciousness into another dimension here. Wow. Either way, cheers, love. And then just fucking (laughs) bonk. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, the kicking. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And then a follow-up kick, you guys. But before we go further, (laughs) with that lovely bit of foreshadowing out of the way, Kayla, Mm -hmm. how are you feeling today? Mm -hmm. Tired. (laughs) But but okay. Uh, Tired. You're doing a poco cantada. Um, I am a little. Wow. Uh, I, I didn't sleep super well last night, and I moved up a no, level at school. Oh yeah. So it was a. It's been a lot. Someone's but, got a case of the senioritis. 
Yeah, I was totally zoning out today. Can I? I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you a secret. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I may have spent like twelve dollars on a coffee today because I was oh, falling asleep. Oh my lord! Twelve dollars. I had to get it delivered because I you get can't... it straight from Cambodia. Maybe. Does coffee grow in Cambodia? Probably. It sounds Feels like, like a... a humid place. <laughs> sounds like a place is wet. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were struggling last night. It, we're in the weird time of the seasons of the year uh, in our neck of the woods where it's like hot and cold, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and over the weekend, it, it went up a couple of degrees. So it was very annoying. I definitely understood uh, why you were tossing and turning because yeah. I was also sweaty, but I'm just used to being hot all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I, I run hot, as they say. Well, it doesn't help that we also had a boiling dinner, so oh, yeah. I was just—I think I cooked myself yeah. from the inside out. <laughs> yeah, we were doing a little. Uh, is that is that isn't that what microwaves do? They cook you from the inside out, don't they? And they like heat up. I, the, feel, I don't know. I feel like it goes outside in because ah. every time I microwave something, it's cold in the middle. Induction. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't fucking know. E- either way, you know, last night was pretty nice, though, because we had a little bud in the bed and everything was right <gasps> in the world. Everything was good again it's, in it's, our lives. It's so nice just having uh, the little bud there at the foot of the bed. It's adorable. And uh, I'm coming off a little vacation, so I'm rested mm-hmm. and ready. Although uh, we're cutting it a little close to pull behind the curtains so you can see my big fat head behind the... Uh, <laughs> what is it? Wizard of Oz? Behind the door? <laughs> Whatever. Just, just imagine a bobblehead version of you. <laughs> so we're cutting it close on this one. We're going to have to do a rapid edit, but it'll be mm-hmm. fine because we'll get it out to you. Either way, let's move on to our topic of the day. We are going to be covering the uh, November 2005 was when it came out. It's called wow. Condemned Criminal Origins. So this came out after spooky season, huh? Yeah, a little strange, huh? But I mean, it's still... I feel like now I want you to explain your little seasonal uh, thing. Oh, yeah, like. absolutely. So I want to get everybody in the universe. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, like, the continental it. U.S., I suppose. Um, I want to get everybody behind this because I feel like it just makes sense <laughs> in my mind. Um, I agree. I vote that the quote-unquote Thanksgiving season... Mm-hmm. holiday if you there's will i don't season, it's just there's, a day there's nothing holy about it but and that's um, the problem but continue yeah there we go um i think that it should be celebrated before halloween mm-hmm. because i think ideally it would be celebrated in like september oh because, i don't know about that but keep going but maybe like late september and this, so we've and this got a be good october but Sorry, we're going to have gonna, two major uh, holidays in October? No, because you're shifting the other thing. Oh, I understand. But I don't know. What I'm saying is... The, you're throwing I, new <laughs> twists in here that I, I didn't even know about. Continue. The, the symbols that we associate with each holiday are flip-flopped. So the imagery of Halloween is typically associated with like barren trees and you know mm-hmm. all the leaves are off it's very spooky and dark and the opposite is kind of true with thanksgiving 
in -hmm. the United States where it's very much like autumn is in its full bloom and we're Mm -hmm. harvesting and all of that. So in my mind, it doesn't really make sense to have all the dead things before the harvest. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't track. We as a collective in the world need to agree to just shift longstanding traditions Mm -hmm. because and then Thanksgiving would get a season because you could just be like, oh, ha- harvest and fall and leaves yeah. and all that stuff. And then it's like, oh, let's celebrate the fall for Thanksgiving. And then we'll celebrate the dead and all that mm-hmm. uh, for Because it's Halloween. the end of the cycle. And, and we go right into the Christmas ghosts. And then we're Hell all good yeah. and rebirth and all that. Yeah. And Even yeah, perfect. I, I fully agree. I love it. I think we need to do it. We as the people need to get behind this. Mm-hmm. Also, the only caveat here is just I don't know if it's caveat. The only thing is just October sounds spooky. Yes, it does. It does sound. It is in your mind. Like it, of all the months, it's not like, ooh, September. Mm-hmm. Like, but mm, no. To get back on track here, the people are like, Jesus Christ. Are they going to talk about the thing that I clicked on? The, like, maybe. Two, out of our five listeners, the maybe two people who have even heard about this are like, come mm-hmm. on, get to it. But condemned criminal origins yes it has a column column colon yes yes it's a first person survival horror game it was a launch title for the xbox 360 if you don't know what a launch title is it's just one of the first games that came out like day one you could have had this game you know Hmm, i didn't know that and it eventually became the fifth best-selling launch title overall in xbox 360 history so it was there at the beginning and it sold pretty well people like this but i feel like it sort of faded into obscurity but we're gonna bring it back (laughs) we're gonna rip it back from the shadows it's shallow grave that it was buried in we're gonna rip Mm. it out of there we're gonna we're gonna discuss this we're gonna see what's up then we're gonna throw it back in the hole nice where it belongs uh-huh. Whoa, hey, oh hey now. <laughs> don't 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 do too much foreshadowing. Don't give it away uh, just yet. Yeah, because yeah, we yeah. gotta start at the beginning with our meet cute. It's a meet cute baby. It's how we met this baby. <laughs> I didn't know this existed until like three days ago. Uh, <laughs> I was, I am not a gamer. I did never claimed to be a gamer until like gamer girl this month till when I have been playing Baldur Gate, Baldur's Gate like every night for mm-hmm. three weeks in a row or whatever. Now, I the only thing I remember about the Xbox 360 is that my brothers had one, but yeah. they did not play any games like this on it. Let me ask you a quick question. Did they get yeah. the, red, the red ring of death? No, our Xboxes never died. Dang, y'all, y'all must have came in late then, huh? Um, That wasn't a day I mean, one. There's no way. I don't think so. I mean, I didn't grow up in a family that, that kind of kept up with the Joneses, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we, so it was it, late. We got everything probably a year after most other people have had it. All right. When so, they fixed it. Yeah, when they fixed it. You let me know very quickly, Eddie, that I would be triggered, and I was. So thanks for that. And um, yeah, 
I have very little impressions because I didn't know it existed until like three days ago, like I said. But I'm excited to talk about it because I think it's uh, it's noteworthy. I, I think so. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it's noteworthy. I brought it to the table here. You really here, did. Here's another definite thing. I did not play this day one because uh, I was still heavily in Resident Evil 4 land in the year oh 2005. Oh my God. Yeah. So also, we, wait, you played Resident Evil... I, didn't that come out? Oh, that did come out in 05. No, it can't. Yes, it came out in 05 because it was set in 04. It's supposed to come out 04, but it came out 05. There's a little delay. Either way, to get back into it, also. The most formative um, year of your life is what I'm learning about I'm, the year I'm learning 2005. This too. I'm learning yeah. this as well. Here's another reason I didn't play this I didn't have an Xbox 360. It was definitely sold Loser. out everywhere. Like, Oh, yeah, that's true. Similar to the PS5, uh, Xbox One, Series X. What a weird name. Uh, debacle yeah, that was <laughs> in like COVID times and all that. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, it's still kind of hard. But uh, so I didn't didn't own the console for a good long while until yeah. the fateful day. Fun little short story. I was on the lookout for getting an Xbox 360. Couldn't find it anywhere in town until one day, one of my brother's friends at the time, he like called our house or something and okay. like was like, hey your brother's been looking for an Xbox 360, right? Well, I just saw one at the local Target. Me and my mother raced on down there, <laughs> bought that shit. I was walking out like I won the lottery. Just I'm holding sure it that, felt like holding that, that thing high, high and yeah. close. Just, oh. And then a few months to a year later, because I want—I definitely played this in high school. I want to say maybe freshman year. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, little, little I don't know, freshman sophomore had to stop for a second to think about what came after freshman (laughs) yeah yeah i'm pretty sure i got it used it scared the hell out of me uh i was still a rookie with horror at the time still a rookie yeah at the time not now still are i'm just kidding Oh, oh come on now i mean i can't even listen to video games so so uh yeah We'll talk more about this here in a minute because let's get to know Condemned Criminal Origins a little bit more intimately. Getting to know each other. Street smarts! <laughs> let's let's start this off here by just giving you a couple bullet point facts. In this game, you play as Agent Ethan Thomas. He's an FBI guy who's quickly framed for murder. Uh, we, we, got, we, got a, we got a killer hunting killers. A little Dexter situation. I'm pretty sure this came out before Dexter. So, you know, interesting. I really I don't know much about... I think I've seen one episode of Dexter. Oh, I've never he, seen a second of he it. He only kills killers? I, I'm pretty sure that was the premise. I think it kind of went off the rails. We have our buddy, uh, Jaterna. I think he watched it. Mm-hmm. He could explain more to us. But, uh, yeah. And, and the only other notable thing you need to know right now is that this game, it's a survival horror but unlike Resident Evil, Silent Hill, and the like, you know, instead of really shooting guns at the mm-hmm. enemies, you uh fight them with pipes. Yeah, <laughs> you do. Like a taser, which is the MVP. But yeah, it's like hand-to-hand combat mostly. A few guns, but the gunplay is ass. And uh, yeah. Yeah, how are the guns like the worst weapons in this game, by the way? That doesn't make any sense. At all. I'm just I'm just flashing back to it. We played it on stream to research. So if anyone ever wants to come research uh, along with us, you can come join us on the stream. But I remember just unloading a machine gun, center mass, 
Like every bullet aimed right into the middle of this guy's chest and somehow missed every bullet. Oh, absolutely. So the gunplay is horrible. But let's bring it around and say this. The setting. Kayla, Mm -hmm. can you tell me about this town that uh, Ethan Thomas seems Mm -hmm. to live in? Or got sent into because he's an FBI guy. But anyways. If you listened to our episode on Saw... You know exactly where we're at right now. Like, (laughs) this is the, I feel like it's even, I would argue, worse than the Saw universe. Because apparently in the Saw universe, like, there are still people out in the world who have, quote unquote, normal lives and jobs. We Uh don't get to say any of that in this. Literally every other person besides, I want to say, four people in in the game are cracked out nightmare hell fiends yeah whose only objective is to scuttle around on the ground or kill your ass so it's i don't know and it's also like the dirtiest video game i've ever seen <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's real grimy it's you know very grimy came out in that time where everything was edge we needed everything to be edgy and grimy but yes this 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 game just like I would say rivals the Saw universe or a little fun little thing as if they're set in the same universe. I can yeah. see that as well. But mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. Like, yeah, Jigsaw, the Saw universe has the grime. It's got the slime on the walls. And, you know, we, we got a freaking masked uh, vigilante running around. Not a vigilante. Masked murderer running around putting people to the test. Mm-hmm. But at least in that universe, you know, if Jigsaw doesn't get you, you're fine. You get to go you know, work your office job and you chill. Yeah. I feel I feel like I feel like Jigsaw himself wouldn't survive in the condemned no, universe. No. Well he's an old frail man. He's an so... old frail man. And in this universe, like you said, it's seemingly the whole city is just overrun by like unhoused drug addicts who whose drug of choice is apparently the murder pill because they just like yeah, take, they take a shot, they take a hit, and then they're just like, I think I'm going to kill the next person I see. Mm-hmm. Which most of the time is Ethan Thomas, who gets to come in and just uh, rip an electrical pipe out of the wall and beat some guy over the head with it. Better to rip that out of the wall than rip ass, in my opinion. But yeah. Because oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. this town, the, the murder rate here got to be like 200%. Oh my god, it's insane. And it's I, like, mean, it, it, I don't it, know... Sorry, I don't know if we're going to talk about this later, but we can talk about it now. The lack of plot in this game is extraordinarily frustrating to it me. It has a plot coming from a modern viewpoint because every game similar to this that I have viewed or you know seen gameplay of is so is a story so well told. This story is fine in this. It's confusing, but I don't understand I mean, the motive. We'll I don't understand the later. drugs. I don't understand. I mean, I think the drugs and the, the unhoused is a point to be just like, here are some people that you can kill and not feel bad about. <laughs> Great. Awesome. What a lovely narrative. But that al- is. also, they're trying to kill you. It's just insane. Like, this, this, the population of this town has to die like twice a day, right? Like yep. the whole pop, like oh yeah, yeah, you're gonna want to be careful going into there. The population's 400. We got about 800 murders a day. I don't know um, how to, I don't know how to, you know, don't really check out. But you're just gonna want to avoid that area. Fantastic. Because the 
literally everyone you see in this game, like you said, except for like four people. Yeah. Are just yacked out trying to kill you. Trying to... Yeah. Also, I guess now would kind of be a good time to talk about the enemies and their kind of like AI design. Because I will say like that is one thing in this game that I was very impressed with. Mm-hmm. These enemies are actually kind of threatening. They're not just, you know, stupid drones. Like they do <laughs> have some kind of reactionary, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, thing. No. You know I what get, I'm saying? I get what you're saying. And it's a very early point. That's like a point early in the game that they obviously designed it in to be like showing off their system, I think. Yeah. But also sending you the message as a gamer, like, yeah. You better be careful because you mm-hmm. you walk into a room and you hear this guy running around yelling, which we'll talk about the sound design a little bit later. But this guy runs up to a wall and you've ripped a weapon off the wall yourself and like you're ready to go. This man runs up to the wall and does the same fucking thing that you do. He mm-hmm. rips a pipe off the wall and just just charges at you like, holy shit, what the goes fuck? to town. I thought that was only for me. Nope, you're not special in this universe, but somehow you are. Somehow. But yes, the the enemies in this game are like that's definitely something that's aged incredibly well. Mm-hmm. They had they did the thing that a lot of modern games tout is like the enemies quote unquote think and strategize. Yes. Like they will hide, they will run away, they will equip themselves with the nearest weapon that they can find if you take one away from them. And my favorite they can fake your ass out. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they'd be breaking ankles up the, in there. Because the combat in the game mostly hand to hand, you know, and it's but it's very simple, but I think it's very sophisticated. I guess yeah, at the same time, I think it's very sophisticated. I can't imagine coding something like that because you, you just have swing as an attack and then a block, so it's all about timing. But <laughs> a lot of the enemies will like pump fake you. You know, so think about funny. like the basketball when you like sort of like huh, huh, try huh. and get someone's ass. Yeah, they'll come up to you like, oh, 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 um, you can't see me you. because you know this, yeah, is yes, this is audio. So you can picture <laughs> me just rocking back and forth, just like acting oh. like pump faking, like like I'm about to like hit you with a ruler. You know, yep. you're just like, dude, stop. <laughs> yep. But speaking, it of reminds which, me of like the the feeling you get. I don't know if you ever had this, or maybe this was just my specific childhood trauma. But when somebody like a cousin or your neighbor or somebody cousin. would like drive at you with their bike. They would like come yeah. at you head on with their bike sure. and the last second turn out of the way. Uh-huh. Same kind of feeling. And I'm then like, you fuck? both turn the right way and then you just get laid out by your cousin. <laughs> it's like, why did we do this? Now I got a peg stuck in my leg and this ain't fun. Better also, than in another What place. I was going to say, it's also like the, it's like the same feeling of like, if anyone ever, comes at you with a rubber band. Oh, it's so scary. Hold it and locked and loaded. No matter who you are, I don't care who you are, toughest dude around, you'll you'll put your head up and be like, dude, chill out. Yeah, like, <laughs> cut, please don't. Cut it out. Don't do this. So yeah, the enemies, they come at you. They got a little strategy. They got, they, they've been out here surviving in the streets. They know what the hell's Somehow. up. Somehow. For some reason, some of them are dressed like firemen. I don't really understand that. Because a lot of times yeah. they have fire axes. It's like, are the firemen in this town also murderers? No, they're the only actual heroes in the city. Why are we I'm, corrupting The heroes them? of what? Murdering me? Uh, I was saying firefighters in general, not these I also firefighters. feel like I have to mention 
how funny a choice they have like the game over screen oh my <laughs> god i laughed is, out loud the first time you died it is so abrupt because sometimes the enemies have guns also but the way that the game over screen is handled is like as soon as you like lose your last bit of life everything freezes and it's like red on the screen and it's just like start over or quit but when they have a gun it's almost as if it like happens before they even shoot you so like yep. the game over screen was essentially just a guy looking at me and it was just mm-hmm. like oh god you died it says you are dead just that's it does it say that yes it just says like you Resident are Evil, dead huh? I didn't yeah. notice that. It's just Come funny on, because dear. it seems like seems like the guy looks at you and just his intent to kill mm-hmm. you is what kills you. Enough to... Just, just oh, the fear. No. Just... Oh, it's God. like in uh, Grand Theft Auto, wasted. Yeah, just from a look. Uh huh. That's how deadly funny. these people it's, are. It's very funny, especially when it catches you off guard. Because some of these people do a hell of damage. But I think I'm gonna say the line. It would behoove us. Boo. Can you give me a cow sound? (laughs) Nice. Thanks. (laughs) To talk about then versus now, because then I have to say, this game scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. I was a rook by all definitions, green as grass, just high school Eddie. Yeah, I played Resident Evil 4, but that was very heavy action. Uh, I started watching the horror films, but sort of stepping in very lightly nothing too crazy this game scared the shit out of me mm-hmm. like like no doubt it, i am not kidding at all when i say i made it a point to never even try to play this game at night like i would I run want to. i would run home from school do my homework whatever and then be like okay i got enough time to play this game because <laughs> as soon as the sun starts going down i can't I'm done. do it i'm afraid and, oh my goodness and, and part of that other than the grit the grime is the sound design mm-hmm. the sound in this game is insane it's pretty intense especially when you got headphones on like the sound design is 100 percent surround sound I, is that the right term yeah, it's you immersive. Can, yeah, it's immersive. That's more what I was thinking. You can hear the enemies scuttling around. You could hear if they're Ugh. like on the floor above you. You can hear if they're on the wall to the right or left of you. And you can hear them like yelling at you. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm going to get your ass. Something like that. I'm going to fucking kill yeah. you. Things like that. You, you know, just hear happy like go lucky times. breathing and all that. And when, when they're swinging, you can hear. It's just, it's just like you're in there. You're immersed. Oh, yeah. And when I was a young Eddie, I was 120% immersed. I was just freaking out the whole time. Because also, like a hand-to-hand fight, that's very personal. Absolutely. Got these guys coming at me. I'm fighting for my life. Yeah, you are. (laughs) It's too much. I mean, I can't do VR because I, my brain is so easily, it's so susceptible to mm-hmm. any kind of trickery mm-hmm. like i i like to think of myself as a relatively intelligent person as soon as i put on a <laughs> set of headphones i'm a dumbass i'm like oh it's gonna get me mm-hmm. it's right here in the room i'm gonna die they're here just... in the room with me they're here in the room yeah and exactly. there's like a and there's and it does that thing because we'll have to talk about it in a second talking about you and scary things with sound mm-hmm. 
because we tried it one year last year, I think, for Halloween. But another thing, oh my that god, sound yeah. design does great is like it has like little like whispers and stuff like when you're like just walking around and you can hear like faint things and obviously there's jump scares and all that which the music does a good job of like crescendoing when it needs to and all that but mm-hmm. uh the the sound design here i think is the star that sold everything because a lot of times as a kid i would like sit there and be freaked out like walking around because i was like what the fuck man like i'm so scared the sound i can hear someone running around i can Mm -hmm. hear whispering and i just i was not conditioned to like jump scares as i am now so i was just i was like legit like so afraid like what the fuck is gonna pop out of me man is it gonna happen is it gonna happen like to the point where i think i almost like oh launched my controller out of my hands Mm -hmm. i've been there yeah, you know, sound sound design, I think, is a large part of what makes things scary. Especially, or just, like, good in general. Oh, yeah. Because, like, in, I mean, a positive version of that is Animal Crossing, right? Like, their <laughs> there sound design. I, mean, I like the connection. Think about it. I mean, it's a really good. It's fantastic. The sound of your footsteps change depend depending on what kind of ground you're walking on depending on where you put a fan or a radio in your room will affect how loud or oh yeah like what kind of reverberations you get the polish which speaking of which i don't know i don't know if you'll remember this i don't know how much of like x play you watch like g4 tv you remember like the video game channel back in the day no definitely not but there was Go like ahead. a video game re- review show with these two guys. I can't remember their names, but uh, my brother were... had G4 magazine. But wow. yeah, but there was one guy who like every single game he like critiqued the footstep sounds. Mm. <laughs> and as a kid, I didn't appreciate it, but now I fully get it because like I love hearing the different footsteps, oh, yeah. the, the clackiness on like a tile, the mm-hmm. crunchiness on the leaves. A little squish on like something soft or the snow sounds or whatever so mm-hmm. yeah sound design goes a super long way for sure it it definitely and especially with horror because we <laughs> tried it last year what sorry i just remembered in rollerball the thwang. oh yeah oh sound bad sound design can ruin oh, bad something sounds, <laughs> it definitely can so quickly Last year we tried doing a little scare challenge, and uh, as soon as we got into the portion of it where it was mostly sounds, nope, you tapped out so fucking fast. I think I made it forty five seconds into that video, and I was like, like "Nope, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I can't (laughs) do it because it's because it's like right there with you." I hate it. Mm -hmm. Hate it so much. Speaking about hating things, let's talk about some scariest moments here. Yeah. You can talk about your scariest, because I, I, I think I know what your scariest moment is, mm-hmm. or your scariest portion, and I think I agree that that is also just the scariest part of the whole game. Yeah. Well, why don't you talk us through it? Um, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. I believe so. I fucking hate mannequins. Mannequins. Um, I'm, I'm better now as an adult, but oh boy, do I not enjoy them, especially if they are realistic which in this game they kind of walk a line i would say because these mannequins move mm-hmm. but not all of them no only some of them and so the fir- i never know who to trust yeah and that's just good <sighs> game design and the first time it happens you're like because this 
to get a little bit more into the plot here, which in the beginning of the game is very light. I'll give you that. I think by the end they start getting more into it, but it also just starts going wild and it doesn't really make sense. But there's like there's like a good couple chapters where I think the plot is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this game, you play like an FBI guy, Ethan Thomas, but you kind of also have like visions that like alluding to the fact that you're kind of like paranormal and stuff like that. You hunt down this killer, but there's also like a weird metal jaw, metal spikes poking out of his body guy who's also a, uh, what's his name? A pinhead wannabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you make your way to a department store, and when you're there, first of all. Again, going back to like how wild this city is, your uh, tech lady Rosa. Rosa. She says like, "Oh, the library went out, of, or the department store closed down, and the next day it was overrun with like vagrants and stuff." It's like great. So like, essentially, you a building closes in this town, and immediately there's like a thousand like homeless ghouls mm-hmm. looking like just straight up like zombies. Oh, hanging yeah. out <laughs> hanging out in there which is insane but uh you go to a department store and things are still you know you're not really sure what's going on and then all of a sudden as you're just walking through yeah i want to say it's like five rooms in yeah that sounds know, right all of a sudden one of the mannequins just starts walking <laughs> just just walks forward just and like disappears around the corner and you're just like uh what why is you, this happening? And then you take your finger and you go touch the Xbox 360 power button. You just mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I've had enough for today. Think I'm good. <laughs> I'm oh. good for today. Thanks for the option, though. Yeah. So as you go through, you you start fighting these. It, it, what seems like people in like mannequin costumes, but not I'm, even costumes. It's like they were somehow dipped in. Yeah, it's room? very strange. Yeah. Because they're human on the inside. Yeah. I don't know how they did that. It's like, why are they doing this? Just to be scary to me? Who convinced them of this? Did the killer of killers, did Dexter over here tell you to do this? Are you working for him? Because you're seemingly not working for anyone. Yeah. But I think where it elevates it even more, other than the mannequin suddenly walking around, are they human, are they not, is near the end, all of a sudden you start having your little psychic visions and you Mm -hmm. start getting followed by mannequins. We're just like teleporting behind no, you no, and being no, super no, weird. No, 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 I'm fine it's, without that in my life. It's so incredibly effective, especially to a young Eddie who is already on edge. And all of a sudden, you've got these mannequins. Mannequins are weird. Why do we I, need them? Like, can't we just imagine what it looks <laughs> why, like? Why, why do just we use need your them? imagination. Just mannequins. put it on a hanger. I why don't do we need them? them? I don't <laughs> I don't think we need them. But <laughs> is that uh, your your manifesto? Mannequins. Why do we need them? <laughs> why? Explain we to me don't. why. I mean, the only reason we need them is to size clothing, but that is is that why? It. Do people actually use that though? Yeah, you people use tell. mannequins to design clothes. Oh, I see. What you're you said size clothing. I was like, do people yeah, look like at a mannequin? Yeah, like sizing it to a person. No, no, no. I know that, but what I'm saying is, like, as a shopper, I was like, does anyone compare their body to a mannequin? They shouldn't, because that is not a healthy beauty standard. It's an unhealthy standard, queen. You don't need that. Slay. Yeah. Mannequins are weird. It's the uncanny valley thing, which we haven't talked about too much. But essentially, people don't like when things look like people that aren't people. Hate it. Because then it makes us feel weird. Oh, my God. I just remembered the tree. 
Ooh. The tree. Talking trees. Oh, rainforest. An- another cafe. another phobia I have. Here's a little spooky thing. I can't remember if we talked about it on the pod yet. We very well may have, but there's a theory, or at least a fun little Reddit theory that someone has brought up that's very famous by this point. Um, is that you know, humans are conditioned traditionally we're afraid of like snakes and spiders because our ancestors those were dangerous to us right so a lot of people naturally have fears of things that can hurt and kill us because like the collective unconscious has taught us that these things are dangerous you know yeah so people are like but why then why would the uncanny valley be if like something that triggers us and makes us scared why would be why would we be afraid of things that look human but aren't And someone was like, well, it could very well be that at one point in human history, there were things, beings that looked human, but weren't, and that killed humans. Therefore, we as a collective human humanity are conditioned to be like, we can't trust those things because it could very well come after us and it could be impersonating us. You can't see me, people, but I'm shaking my head. Um, nope, I'm <laughs> noping out of that. Now I feel like I talked about that on the podcast, but what a great, what a fun, like... It's a really And also theory. very creepy. Extremely gross. Imagine, we talked about it with aliens, but seeing something like that, your mind nope. would just freeze. Nope, I would, I would die, I think. I think I'd immediately cease to exist. Much like in this game. Uh-huh. Immediate damage, death. One shot, one kill. That's me. Yeah, so, you know, there's just there's just a few other jump scares in it. There's some good designed ones where things just happen suddenly, good sound design. Uh, enemies that sneak up behind you in the dark, and just all of a sudden you just start getting hit. Here's the thing, though. How do I do now? Kayla, how, how would you say I did with uh, Condemned on the uh, scare meter? I don't think you got scared at all. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I scared you because I reacted, which is usually what happens nowadays. Uh, absolutely. El Clasico. Uh, yeah, I uh, I got jump scared a few times and mm-hmm. definitely jumped and made you jump by uh, association. So Absolutely. I think you were not scared at a single point. You were fucking pissed off because there were some <laughs> stupid <laughs> combat moments. But there other than is. that, there it is. And I, and I think this is a good time to point out that the graphics were pretty good. You know, Xbox 360 cutting edge launch game. It was the it was the new hotness. The graphics did not do this game any favors. Aging. <laughs> oh my god, it was they're, bad. They're almost like Minecraft people. It was real blocky and weird. Very blocky, blobby weirdos. And here's the thing. Now, is I, I'm a seasoned vet of the horror genre, wow. survival horror games. Wow, flat. To where I 100 agree with you. Now I just get upset. You know, you just get angry. <laughs> I just like stop hitting me, you piece of garbage. Leave me alone. Let me do my thing. And here, and here's another reason. And it's something that I I recently and here's found out. another thing. And another thing. I cannot stand horror games where you can't fight back. Yeah, maybe it's a power thing. Maybe that's what a, the whole thing is. But even then, because I know why horror games do that. It's because when you can't fight back, you're even more scared. To me, it just makes me annoyed. To me, it's just like, well, what's the point? As soon as I get caught, I'm just dead. There's no point in me running away, you know? So it's almost Mm -hmm. like anticlimactic to where, like, one time, yeah, it could be scary. You suddenly get seen. As soon as you die to the same enemy, like, two or three times, 
now I start getting frustrated. Now it's no longer scary. I'm just upset. Just stupid. Yeah. Yeah, because you're just like, God, what am I supposed to do? I can't fight back. I just stand here and look stupid and oh no, game over. So I 100% am a guy who loves like survival horror where you can fight back. Mm-hmm. Where I can fight these demons. I can, I can put my hands up and say, square up, ghost. Square it's up, zombie. It's your dream zombie. to fight a ghost, apparently. Oh, one of these days, man. One of these days, I'm gonna get paranormal You're gonna gloves, get in and I'm there. just gonna, I'm just gonna start swinging on all these fucking uh, ghouls, Civil War ghosts. Oh yeah, they got, they have it coming. I mean, they're all just from like Civil War. They're all just like Renaissance. Apparently, no ghost has been made since like the Civil War. I, I don't understand. This is another reason why ghosts aren't real, right? Wow. Like, why are there no modern day ghosts? Why is there no chat? Haunting the fucking Where's local Bradley? coffee shop. Yeah. Where's I the millennial know. ghost? Where's the hipster ghost? From year, from years gone by, where he's just got his little curly ghost mustache and Cute. his ghost mustache tattoo on his finger. Perfect. And he's got a little beanie and he's got his fucking, what, what would they drink? A like latte? A flat white mocha. Yeah, just fucking hanging out and being like, oh. I see you using a plastic straw. You should use this paper straw. And you're like, what the fuck? Why is my straw floating? <laughs> How come that's not a thing? Because we're R- not Riddle fun. me that, Zach Baggins. Our outfits... Baggins. Our outfits are not fun. It's just because ghosts aren't real. Right? Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> Do just because think... it's all a lie. What do you think? I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in energies. Oh, so I don't boy. think I'll ever see. I don't think I'll ever see like an apparition. Uh-huh. But you, I think you could feel a presence. I don't think I, I, I would know. ever see anything. Wouldn't that be a ghost, though? I don't know. All it I'm saying on is how you define ghosts. All I'm saying is, did they stop making ghosts circa like 1865? I think so. They were like, yeah, this is a hack. God or whatever, whoever was up there controlling things was like, ah, you know, I think I ran out of ghosts. They don't need them anymore. Also, why are there no like? Why are there no animal ghosts? Why are there no dinosaur ghosts? Dinosaurs died. Do you think they're not upset about it? Mm. You imagine a T Rex ghost? That'd be sick, honestly. Now Write that'd be a scary. Comic that'd about be it. scary as shit. Just you're like on the third floor of an apartment. I don't know how tall T Rexes were. Fifth floor, maybe, and you just see a T Rex ghost head like level with your floor, but you just see like their eyes. <laughs> That's too much. Hey, what's going on? Oh, Lord in heaven. Oh, it's a T-Rex ghost. You know what else is too much? The ending of this game. So you, 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 yep. you're you hunting down Dexter, and he's a killer hunting killers. Exactly, He kills them exactly how they killed other people. Pretty fun mm-hmm. premise. They should make a TV show out of it. It does sound good. <laughs> I heard the final season sucked ass. Anyways, mm-hmm. which happens a lot in TV. Anyways. Yep. Tangent Central over here, people. Don't worry about it. Can you explain to me what the ending meant? What, what I have no you... fucking clue. I'd love to hear your English major, your literary device. This isn't worth analysis, but okay. Hubris, use your keys. Let me set the scene for you, and then you take it away. Sounds good. Because you have all these psychic visions. You keep seeing a wannabe pinhead. You f- catch up to the murderer. You catch his ass, but then you have to go like destroy the evil that's in the land i guess and you fight pinhead you beat his ass because again you can fight these demons he may be a figment of my imagination but these hands aren't amen (laughs) and then like at the end you just like 
turn into him? I don't understand. Can you make it make sense? What's happening here? I really don't know. Um, This is where I get really annoyed with, like, the lack of explanation or rather exploration of, like, the implications of this evil entity. Mm -hmm. Because it just doesn't make sense because supposedly Ethan has these powers that are easily able to resist this. Mm -hmm. And then after he's already conquered it, he gets infected regardless. So it really doesn't make any sense to me. What do you think? What do you think he even was? Because Leland, the like old guy who turns out to be the dad of the killer who's like yeah. trying to save him he mm-hmm. likes he knows of this like ghost thing and it's like it's the reason why my son's killing people like what is he supposed to be like, like is it just a metaphor for like corruption yeah like a metaphor for like uh what is it called nature maybe like nature the nature versus nurture thing like oh he's just oh, naturally yeah. like there's this evil ghost entity like in you and that's what drives you to be evil and kill and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, is it supposed to be like the incarnate of like the badness or evil of man? I don't I understand guess. what it is. I don't know though either because it seems like. And also why is he seemingly like a fucking like Kung Fu or like martial arts master? He's like wielding two like metal things and swinging them around almost like a fucking. I don't know. Almost he... like nunchucks. And it's like, yeah. why, why is he? <laughs> It gives me, uh, it's giving me Morpheus energy. It's like try hard, cool guy. And yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. It's like they said, let's make a cool heavy metal ghost, but also he knows Kung Fu. Nunchucks. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I really don't know what it's a metaphor for because I don't really understand Ethan as a person. Uh-huh. Like if we had gotten more backstory or insight, I feel like I could give a more proper analysis. But seemingly in this universe, just everybody is evil, and it's only a matter of time before you're corrupted. Like, is that what they were going for? Maybe. Because, like we said, with the people that have been, you know, supposedly infected or whatever with their addictions or mm-hmm. whatever shit they're on, yeah. Like that seemingly can't be avoided. Yeah, which... no, especially because at the end they give you a choice to kill the killer. Yeah, whether you want to murder him or not, whether you're given to rage or uh, forgive. Which ultimately, I'm assuming if you kill him, then maybe you get shot also. Or I don't know, but probably not because they designed the end cutscene. But uh, either you shoot him and you kill him, or you don't kill him and he kills him, mm-hmm. which is great because it's like oh. I guess perfect the the yeah. illusion of choice. You but know? if you if you did what I would assume is like the right choice, the correct narrative choice of like forgiving and not giving into your rage and all that, like you said, you still get infected at the end anyways, seemingly. So what's the point? There's no good choice. What the what the, <laughs> what did you I learn? You know what it is. What is it? It's because you're condemned. Oh, criminal origins. So yeah, that's essentially it. You know, it's a. Let's get on into the it's DTR. A silly, silly movie. <laughs> and by movie, I mean game. There we it would go. be a better movie. It probably In my would. opinion, yeah. You would it's, hope. It's just, I think my main issue, mm-hmm. and like I said, I'm coming from my modern viewpoint, is that 
there wasn't enough plot to keep me interested. Like uh-huh. so much of watching your gameplay was just watching you try to figure out the maze that is the floor plan <laughs> of this stupid game. Yeah. Like the architect who designed these fake buildings like needs to be fired because mm-hmm. such poor layout. I think a map would also have really helped this oh, game. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. not being able to see where you are in a location is really frustrating. Yeah, it like is. you don't and have to tell me there are enemies there. Just let me know where I am in the layout so I can orient myself. Here's here's a modern design thing that I absolutely love that some people hate. I play. I was playing Condemned. In between playing Condemned uh, for the podcast, I also played Resident Evil Four. Wow, remake Resident Evil Four remake remake Four. Anyways, perfect. In modern games. They do, the good ones, do a really good job of leading your eye just by maybe putting a splash of yellow, which is what Mm -hmm. Resident Evil 4 does, uh, to just guide you and let you know this is important, this is the way to go. You don't have to fucking, like, brainlessly, mindlessly wander around and be like, where the fuck am I? Have I passed the same brick that I've seen 50 other times? Or is this the right way to go? Not a clue. And it's just so blatantly obvious playing an old game like Condemned that didn't have any of that. How, there was so many times where I just didn't know where I was. And I had to wander around, like you said. I know. You, like, it, it was like five times you had to circle around because you're like, what am I supposed to be looking at? And I have I, no and idea. And what I was supposed to find was just a ladder that blends in with the wall. That because everything's no... covered in shit, dirt, and grime and mm-hmm. blood, apparently. And that, and that to me is just bad game design. Good game design is leading. If it's yes. narrative, lead. Show yeah. you where you need to go. Don't make me waste my time. Cause and some people don't like it. I personally love it because I, I, you know, I don't consider it handholding. I consider it guiding the narrative. Mm-hmm. If you want it to not be handholding, there's open world games where you can go do whatever the fuck you want, whenever you want. You know, mm-hmm. go play Fallout, Skyrim, uh, Bloodborne, or whatever. I don't know. Just fucking. There's games that exist like that. But if you're telling the narrative, then yeah, I don't want to waste 15 minutes of your story trying to find the ladder. When it was right in front of me, fourteen minutes and thirty seconds ago, mm-hmm. you know, it just breaks. It breaks it. And last thing I'll say is, the problem with video games sometimes is there's too much like gameplay, not yes. enough narrative. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is weird to say because as a video game, you want to play the game, but Condemned kind of like went over the line of there was yep. a lot of just bonk run yep. here bonk. bonk oh you need this weapon bonk now and I maybe bonk. I, maybe this like type of gameplay would have been more formatted to something like a side scroller oh, yeah. actually because the hard thing is like you don't feel like you're making progress because yeah. you're walking around in circles mm. whereas opposed to a side scroller you're always almost always heading to the right so it feels like you're getting somewhere oh yeah you're always going the right way yeah so bonk so yeah modern modern problems for uh old games let's get into the dtr let's do it i am not show dependent on this people oh okay well how do you feel about it though i feel gassy about it just makes me yeah it just makes me like generally uncomfortable, mostly because of the mannequins. Sure. But everything else, I mean, the the potato face protagonist. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, Joy, I mean, not 
Her name is Rosa. Rosa looked fine. True. But how did our protagonist look so shitty? I don't know. They, they gave him a doing. potato head. Yeah. It was so bad. And just distracting and mm-hmm. weird. And I don't understand what I was supposed to get out of this morally. Uh-huh. If I was supposed to get anything. But what the hell is Ethan's power? Because as far as I could tell, he just kind of got nauseous and saw some <laughs> visions. Hey, just so I, he threw up like bit. three times. Yeah. Is he yeah. pregnant with evil? Is that what this is? Mm-hmm, that would be a twist. I don't Regante. know. I, I never played the sequel. I wonder if it... I, I would hope it improved explained on the game stuff. designs, explained yeah. things a little bit more, made Ethan more of a character. Yeah, I mean... I'm always going to have that memory of this game scaring the shit oh, yeah. out of me. It's kind of sure. like, you know, it's kind of like your first real horror experience. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, their first horror experience is something super dumb, like uh, what, like the Brave Little Toaster or something, where like, <laughs> oh, the fucking fan was scary as shit. All right. Well, you mm-hmm. were also six, so yep. it's Take not scary, actually. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. This game just so happens to be mine when I was in high school. Scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Modern graphics back then looked much better. You know, it's the running joke with video game players like me playing Nintendo 64, looking at Mario and Super Mario 64 and being like, yo, yo, he's real, mm-hmm. dog. He looks insane. insane. And then, but back then it did look good. It looked yeah. great to us. But our now, standards are so low. It was just because our eyes hadn't seen the pixels, man. I didn't see how many pixels. Mm-hmm. You, you're mm-hmm. telling me they didn't got square pixels. They're using triangles. This is wild, dog. I it think that's great. what it is. Anyways, this game, <laughs> replaying it, was it fun to go revisit? Yeah. Were there a couple scary moments? Sure. But overall, I think I've definitely aged beyond this game. God, I would hope so. It just it doesn't do well in modern day. There were a few no. things that it still has. Sound design's still good. The enemies were still pretty smart. Everything else, though, has just the voice not... acting was okay too. It was fine. It just had the that... getting tased sound was fun. Yeah, you're right. That's the sound design. But over, sound overall, design. it's just you know, it's not. It doesn't hold up to modern standards. It's a bit stinky poop. And as you said, it ultimately fails in being scary because it doesn't tell a coherent enough plot. Mm-hmm. It relies too much on the oh no, you just got hit in the back of the head by an enemy you didn't see. Perfect. Uh, are you scared? <laughs> no, I'm just angry because now, now I'm now i going to die and yeah. I just have to restart from the last checkpoint. And that's it. There we go. Thank you, everybody. Oh, for... oh thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you for listening to this week's episode of the Show Dependent Podcast. There you go. We appreciate you listening so much. Mage Preach. We are available on every major um, podcast platform. So if you liked what you heard or want to check out more of our stuff, please feel free to look us up uh, in those many, many arenas. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. Eddie, where can they find you if they want to, you know, find you on the socials or maybe the the streaming platforms? <laughs> I mean, me personally, you can find me at Victor V. Sweet on Twitter, on Twitch, 
uh, TikTok. I didn't do it over my break because we had other stressors going on. But mm-hmm. I definitely, I'm I'm gonna make movies, uh, movies. I'm gonna make a whole movie every week. TikToks <laughs> about horror movies because I've been watching a lot. So you can uh, check that out. Also, if you want to follow the podcast page, we have a TikTok, a yes. Twitter, and Instagram. It's at Show Dependent Pod. That is at SHO Dependent Pod. Also, the stream is kind of like a podcast page, also trying to do yeah. that. And uh, Kayla. Yeah. Where can you be found? Um, I am uh, making a pile of loose pipes and planks and <laughs> oh, assorted weapons. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going to wrap them in a giant tarp and throw them in a well. There you go. Yeah, because uh, violence is not always the answer, but apparently it's the only answer in this game. I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> you can also find me on Twitter at DJ Vivich. Mm-hmm, and that wraps up this episode. But before you go, don't leave yet. Next time on the Show Dependent Podcast. Oh. We're going to be talking about a uh, super influential, dare I say revolutionary. Mm-hmm. kicked off the modern day horror movie craze i think mm-hmm. well at least you know I, I don't know if i i'm gonna stick with it yeah it's a little movie that uh also kicked off this whole meta conversation where everything references itself and everyone loves to point at the screen and say oh i get that reference i know what they're talking about i've mm-hmm. seen a horror movie or two it's a little known movie called scream Mm. one that we just oh, I, I personally cannot get enough of you have fallen asleep watching it many times in the past month we're now up to six of them but we're just going to talk about the first and Fantastic. we may let's keep it that way we may have a guest it's not 100% confirmed you know yeah. not double confirmed yet but you know we're just going to put it out here he Fingers may be crossed. here he may not be here but either way we will be here to talk about mm-hmm. Scream aka stab aka what's your favorite scary movie uh i don't have one you liar you have one i don't know if i do okay but maybe we'll talk about that more next time know that hate is in your soul too it is sadly everywhere mastering one's fear and controlling one's hatred is perhaps the most difficult thing one can do 